Welcome to the Western New York Entrepreneur Podcast, helping Western New York entrepreneurs take the next step in their business. If you love Western New York and entrepreneurship, this is the podcast for you. Whether you have been in business for 20 years or 20 minutes, there is something for everyone. David Schaub interviews the top entrepreneurs in Western New York so you can take your next step in your own business. Hey everyone, welcome to another podcast episode. We have quite the guest today, but before I dive into today's, you know I always have a quick announcement. If you are listening to this as of late or the day that we launched this, we're having our first ever West York Entrepreneur Guys Night this upcoming Thursday at 6 p.m. It's at Ryan Stang's office, uh, Stang Insurance Consulting downtown. If you're free this Thursday, if you want to build organic, genuine business relationships, I would definitely check this out. So again, it's at 6 p.m. this upcoming Thursday. For the first 45 minutes, you're not allowed to tell people what you do for a living. Yes, you are going to a networking event and you're not allowed to tell people what you do for a living. Why? Because we care more about who you are versus what you do. And when we know who you are and we like you, we'll naturally want to know what you do. So we're about relationships over everything. So if you like that, that sounds good to you. If you're free, head over to our website or click on the link in the bio of this podcast and make sure you RSVP because as of this recording, we only have a few tickets left. So let's get to our guest. Today, we have Darian Bryan. He's the executive chef and owner of the Plating Society. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Darian, thanks for coming today, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, this is totally impromptu. We had a guest who, uh, who couldn't make it today. And I'm like, and finally, I messaged this guy, like, uh, I think it was like a month ago. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I can do tomorrow. I'm like, perfect. So it's funny how, how the universe kind of aligned everything. So, Darian, a lot of people know who you are, man. You're like a celebrity in Buffalo, but you're not originally from Buffalo. So I think it's really cool that we get to hear your story for those that don't know it. So, Darian, for those that don't know your journey, tell it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. So I came here 10 years ago from Jamaica. People always wonder, why you talk so weird? I'm like, I don't talk weird. I'm just from Jamaica. You know? I mean, that's how we talk in Jamaica. And it was a struggle for me coming here. Like, I have an option to choose either California or Buffalo. My mom lived in San Diego at the time. My sister lived in Buffalo, right? I'm like, there's no snow in San Diego. I want to experience something different. So I'm like, I want to go to Buffalo. I want to see some snow. I want to make a snowman, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you immediately regret that decision? And after the first two years, man, you could take that snow back, man. It was rough. Yeah. It was a struggle for me because I didn't, I didn't have a car. I was riding my bicycle everywhere. In the snow. In the snow. To and from school. I was working at Denny's at the time. It was my first job here in the U.S. Denny's teach me so much about American food because I never seen pancakes, bacon. I'm from the country in Jamaica. So Denny's teach me like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I was grateful for Denny's. Then I started ECC, Culinary Arts Program. I was here for two years. I started my own cuisine there, Caribbean cuisine. Because I noticed Caribbean cooking wasn't as strong in school. I want to bring something new to the table. So I always go back and teach every semester. The Caribbean cuisine people love it. After ECC, I went to Buff State for hospitality management. So I get training both areas. So you put me anywhere in the restaurant industry, I can work. It could be a bartender. I'm the chef. Of course, I'm the chef now. Could be a server, wherever it is. I train chefs, I train servers. I work at Hutch's for four years. I was a sous chef there. Then after Hutch's, Hutch's teach me so much, though. Like those guys, they do it right. They set high standards there. That's so shout out uh, to Hutches. So shout out to Hutches, man. Hutch, you're the man. <laughs> Thank you. And um, after Hutches, I went to Prima Cafe in Hamburg. It's a healthy restaurant. 
and it's like it's just it's different from Hutch's. It's a spirit like it's your cold pressed juices, acai bowls, all healthy stuff, right? So I hire all the staff, I train them, I help with the kitchen layout and design. That was here for like an hour and a half. I mean, year and a half. A year and a half. I was here like for a year and a half. So and I left. I went to Fisher Price. As the people like, when you work at Fisher Price, I'm like, what's wrong with Fisher Price? You make toys. I'm like, I wasn't making toys. So I thought you I were. Was, yeah, I was a general manager, and executive chef for them. Then COVID come around and shut it down. That's when I started this, like, what I do as a private chef full-time. It was always was a sad hobby of mine, but COVID kind of forced me to do it full-time, you know. So I met my first NFL client, Vante Davis, when I was at Prima. <laughs> the guy that retired at halftime? Yeah. <laughs> he was my first guy. So he's like, he fly me to Miami to these events when he left. And I would, like, meet all his players from there. Then they fly me to wherever they live to, to, to do their events. I'm like, okay. Then I was the guy, you know, to go to. Like, whenever the guys have, like, a birthday party, like, uh, whatever event they got going on, they call me, you know what I mean? Because they call me the Bill's chef. I'm not quite the Bill's chef because, yeah. you know, Bill's have their own chef. But I'm Dick's personal chef and I cook for Josh. Pretty much the entire team I do meal prep for, too. So. Oh, you do meal prepping for him, too? Yep, yep. Oh, wow. So I go to Dick's also and cook for him almost every night when I don't have events. They do meal prep for the, like, Mitch Morris. Gabe Davis, um, Cody Ford, Taiwan Jones, most of those guys. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome! So that's what you. So then you eventually. So um, just recently, um, you started the the restaurant as well, correct? Yes, yeah, so I used to do pop up restaurants, which I would just partner with small businesses. I used their space. I set up tables and chair fine dining style, right? So I would uh, set up tables and chair fine dining style and cook for like fifty people in front of them. Like I would set a table up. So there's no room for mistakes because you're 50 people looking at you. <laughs> so that's how I put myself out there because I want to cook. I couldn't afford a restaurant at the time. So just go around town, partner with small businesses. It doesn't matter what business you have. You could have a yoga studio done on beaches, yoga studio, podcast room, whatever it is. Yeah. As long as I can bring my burners in, mm-hmm. I'm going to cook a fine dining menu in front of you guys. So that's, that's amazing. That's how that's yeah. my thing really get out there. People that like, who's this guy cooking his most random Places, you know what I mean? Right. So that's all I started. So do you only do a few days a week here? Or, or do you usually open most nights? Or So this is a private dining, so you only mm. can book it okay. ahead sense. of time. And you, you will plan the menu together. It's pretty much whatever you want to eat. You make your own menu. Oh, that's cool. And you come in, and it's just me and you. Yeah. I'm entertaining. I'm cooking. You know, I'm doing my thing right in front of you, you know? Oh, that's amazing. That's really cool. So you've been doing this for how long now, this part? So this place opened... Um, November. Oh, so wow. my very first event in here was with the Bills. Yeah. I did a soft opening for them. That video, yeah. you got to check that video out on my Instagram. I shared yeah, there. That's, that's yeah. what I saw. That's what got my attention. Yep. So that video, um, most of my clients were here, like Josh, Diggs, Mackenzie, Gabe, Dion, most of those mm-hmm. guys. But I couldn't invite everybody because this space on the old. So someone's like, feelings had to be hurt. Yeah. So like <laughs> afterwards, you're like giving me the eyeball. Like, what's up, chef? I'm like, I can't fit everybody in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, like Levi Wallace, I wish I could invite him and Tremaine and those guys, some of my main guys. Well, maybe if he gets resigned, we'll, we'll bring him back. I'm just kidding. So because <laughs> so, he has an extension coming up. But hey, man, thanks for telling your story. And so I, I, I'd imagine there, there's a lot of, I'm sure you did a great job doing 10 years in, in a couple minutes. But I got to imagine there's some, there's been some super highs and there's got to been some super lows. So if you don't mind me, you know, asking if you don't mind, I know yeah. we haven't talked that long together, but what is like maybe something that most people don't know? Like I've had people say, man, I was living in my car for four months and 
or someone saying like, I needed this and I thought it was going to close and we did that. Like we've had a lot of people do some, some confessions on the podcast. Most people think that everything is just a big mountain that you get to go, but there's, yeah. there's valleys in life. So <laughs> anything that kind of stick out to you at all, Darren? You know, um, it's just me coming from Jamaica with nothing, you know, and seeing that I didn't have a dad growing up. It's just me, my mom and my five sisters. And when I, when I was in school, I couldn't afford knives nor book because yeah. I didn't have the money for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel small in school because it's like everybody else have their knives, their books, their uniform. I was the only one in class that didn't have any of that stuff. Oh, wow. And I just worked my ass off every day. My chef instructor is like, I'm going to give you a book so you can go home and study and do your homework because I see your potential. Yeah. And it's like, it was just like a burden come off my shoulder to see that, you know, someone really see my potential and my hard work. And... Every day, my instructor tell me like, "Oh, much she's proud of me because she see my struggles." When I started school, I couldn't speak English at all. Mm. I can barely speak a little English right now. I just felt the you application, the school, and all that. <laughs> so my sister did all of the application for me. My sister Sharice, she get me set up with school because it's like Jamaica is an English speaking country, yes, but we don't pra- we don't speak we speak patois, it's like mm. broken English. Yeah. So when I was in school, nobody could ever understand what I'm saying, and it was a struggle for me because I'm like. Sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to go to school because nobody understands me. People are mean to me. They ask me why I talk so weird. And, oh, don't put me in a group with him because he's slow. And I'm like, I, like computer, I'm like, I was like yeah, looking what, for buttons one fing- to press. One finger typing. <laughs> and guess what? I do all my homeworks. Yeah. I was at school every day. Sometimes I'm the only one that show up because there's a snowstorm. I didn't know, so I end up going to school. There's nobody, you know I mean? I'm like, okay, because I love it so much. That, that never discouraged me, you know? Oh, wow. So I get up every day and I just grind. So humble upbringings, for sure, for in terms of coming to, to here, not knowing English that well, not you know, couldn't afford a book, let alone a chef knife or that nature, and yep. then not knowing there's a such thing called snow days and showing up to class. Yep, of yep. course, the guy from Jamaica shows up on a school day, snow day, but us locals were like, we're not going out yep. there, but here you are. Because I wanted so bad, you know I mean? It's like I was determined and no. I started my own um, scholarship so I can like, provide knives and books and like uniform for students. Because it's tough because, you know, a restaurant doesn't make much money. Why should you take all this loan out to buy books and knives? And you can't pay for it when you leave school. So that's why I started my own um, scholarship where I can um, provide that for students. Mm. How, do, how do students apply for this? So it's at ECC, ECC only. So you mm. just, um, it's there whenever they start school, they make it known that, listen, this money is here. You could up, apply for it if you need it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want people to go through the same thing I went through because it was rough that being in class, like, I don't have nothing to use because I couldn't afford it. Right. It's, it's not, it wasn't a good feeling at all for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. And uh, I, mean, I mentioned before we hit the recorder, you know, obviously we don't have the exact same story. You came from a different country. That must have been way harder. Obviously, I, I you know, I'm from Buffalo and I spoke English well, or at least yeah. I think I did. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Like, remember, <laughs> my grammar is completely wrong half the time, probably. <laughs> at least my, my wife tells me. So, but that being said, like, yeah, like, you know, single mom, five kids, but... And then not going on vacations, growing up, watching my friends do that. I remember, you know, collecting cans on the road just to grab, just make enough money to buy a hockey stick so I can play with my friends. Yeah. So, you know, we have a little similarity there. But I do want to ask you a question. So now that it's been like 10 years, and I got to imagine 10 years have flown by, not the, you know, that it's passed. What would you tell yourself 10 years ago, knowing what you know now? Or maybe a trick of the trade, or hey, don't do this, or don't do that, or don't trust this, or, or maybe you would never change Everything has happened for a reason. So I'm not yeah. saying you want to change it, but what advice would you give yourself 10 years ago? 
you just never give up because I know I was going to do great things here in Buffalo because my drive, <clears throat> my heart and my drive, I know I was going to do great things. So I'm like, just never give up. Even though it doesn't matter what people say, it doesn't matter what, what they say, it doesn't, you know, it should have affect you because you know who you are and what you're going to do. So it's just like me grinding every day and like, I'm going to see the light one of these days because nobody put in the work I put in when I was in school. I used to go home and practice my knife skills night and day every day. I used to ride to the grocery store to buy carrots, to practice my knife skills, to go to buy chicken, to break them down the right way. So when I was leaving school, I'm like, the instructors tell me like, I'm the best they ever seen pass through the program with knowing what I know coming from Jamaica with nothing, no skills, no training. And to know what I know now is just a wonderful feeling. Like, just tell people just never give up. Doesn't matter what people say, man. Just believe in you and trust in your, you know, your skill and your talent. That's amazing, man. So I know it's tough to answer this question because there's a billion different things we can do for a living today. Yeah. But for the people of Buffalo, what advice do you have for the local entrepreneurs here? Maybe they're just starting out. Maybe uh, they've been in business for a while. And maybe something you've noticed because what's really cool is that when you come from Buffalo, yeah. don't come from Buffalo, you can see things that are, you know, that we don't even see. Maybe I, like, you're, I like that. I like yeah. that. I'm glad you asked me that because when I came here, I saw a gap, right? So I'm like, hmm, I look at chefs. Everybody look the same way, right? Everybody have that, you know, that baggy chef jacket and, you know, dirty buttons, jacket, yeah. whatever it is. I'm like, I want to be different. Whatever you do, you should own it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a chef. I'm going to be the baddest chef around town, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hate to sound like that guy, but it's like, I custom make all my chef jackets. I'll spend $5,000 in three chef jackets because wow. it matters. Appearance, because for who I cook for and what I do, those folks don't want a regular guy around them. Right. You got to stand out. Mm -hmm. I wear a fedora in the kitchen. Nobody's wear a fedora. You know <laughs> what I mean? I just like, I present myself in a different way. I don't want to be like everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I saw the gap. I'm like, hmm, I can feel this gap because nobody, I take my background, my Jamaican background, and bring in the kitchen. Mm. My model is always like bringing the chef from the back to the front. Like, we're rock stars, too, right? Why should I be locked away in the kitchen for nobody? I've been, I spent four years of my life in culinary school, right? Why should I be locked away where nobody ever see me or hear from me? So my thing is, like, bringing the chef from the back to the front, you know? Mm, that's yeah. really good, man. So, so are you going to come out with your own little clothing line for, for chefs? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying <laughs> to come up with my own, you know, style and clothing line. So I want to... Jazz him up a little bit, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a little boring right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I want to pause for a second for our listeners. So I hope you caught this. So, so many times we try to do what's been tried and true, what's, uh, what's worked. And, and that's a great way. You definitely want to follow the tea leaves. But what I love about Derry mentioned is he wants to stand out and he wants to be different. But more importantly, he wants to be himself. So far, so for you, it, maybe you're a little quirky, maybe you're a little different, maybe you want to, to, to stand out in your own way, but you're afraid that maybe you might be judged differently, or maybe people aren't going to accept it. Do you, that's what's going to make you different, be bold, be, as long as you're not hurting anybody along the process, be yeah. you, do you, and, and don't be afraid to be bold out there, because that's what makes you different, that's what made Darren so different, made him so successful. So I want to make sure our audience caught that, because like so that. many times people are so afraid yeah. to be judged or to, mm -hmm. um, or stand out too much. Yep. So that, that's not me. And people say, my, I'm extra, I'm too much, but that's, I, I live my life and I'm happy, you know what I mean? So I, I just, love how the person's shaking their head behind here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my wife, she's, <laughs> she's my number one critic back here. 
you just too much. I'm like, I'm loving it, though. Yeah, you know? I'm the being. same way. We're both extroverts, <laughs> and uh, sometimes I can be very bold and just like I'm just like to be me. Yeah. But but that being said, I know you want to talk about your mom. I know that's something we talked about briefly about that and how she's been such a um, great influence on you. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Hi, my name is Laura Bernadoni, and I've been helping businesses with their payroll and HR needs for over 20 years. Paychex makes it simple for businesses of all sizes to pay and manage their employees. We handle their benefits programs. We guide them through human resource challengers. We keep them up to date with ever-changing laws and regulations, and we do it all in the way our customers want. Online or mobile, over the phone, in person, or a combination of the above. At Paychex, we work the way you want to work. To learn more, contact me at 716-308-3474. Thank you. So back in Jamaica, my mom, she had a cook shop, and it's a helper in a cook shop all the time. Like, So it's a Jamaican takeout spot. We call a cook shop, right? So you come here, order rice and peas, and your curry chicken, and your, your oxtail, and you're at the door, right? Mm -hmm. So when I was 15, she left Jamaica. I took over the cook shop. And that's where my cooking really started, you know, in Jamaica. And as I'm saying, single mom, just me and my five sisters, she she been through the struggle with us. And all she showed me just hard work is the key to success, you know. She never take a day off. Even when she's sick, she's working. Mm -hmm. So same with me. I'm like, okay, my mom do it. I should be able to do it too. My mom's still working two jobs. I'm like, okay. So I have no, I have no reason to complain. She's 60. And she's still killing it, so I have no reason to complain. My mom did it, so I'm doing it. Is your it mom too. living here now? She's still over there? She's in um, South Carolina. She's okay. in South Carolina right now, so. That's cool. So she's, so, if you, so if you don't feel like making a snowman anymore, you can just kind of go go down and visit her. I'm just saying. <laughs> this, I don't think they I've been here to visit. I'm like, it's not my style. Not your style? Yeah. Is Buffalo your style now? Buffalo my style, you know? <laughs> okay. Buffalo is, like, you know, compact, you know what I mean? I like, I like the, the love here. It's like, yeah. The support the city is of amazing. brotherly love, they say. That's what, that's what they call I it. That's another that. way they, they uh, think it's, they call it's it. It's home now, you know. Buffalo is home. So I have some questions for some people. Is that okay if I do oh, a little yeah, rapid yeah, fire? Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, I just want to make sure I get these out uh, while we still have time. Um, so Tanner Sanderson, thanks for submitting the question. What are some of the Bills players' favorite foods that he cooks? Everyone loves the Bills. Have fun. So. Oh, um, favorite so I would say um, Diggs is a breakfast and dinner guy. Love breakfast and dinner. Gabe love oxtail. Mitch Morris is one of the healthier sides. So like turkey breast, chicken breast, some lean bison. Um, Taiwan Jones love my coconut curry sauce. Um, um, Arjens, Isaiah Arjens. He love anything healthy, like fish or anything no like way. that. But it's just so much, so much stuff. You'll be yeah. a big list. Yeah, so you know? yeah, it's a big variety. It's not, yeah. yeah. So there's everybody so, likes something different. You know? I was gonna say, so football players they don't like the same thing. So if there's a stigma out there, we're gonna banish that right now. Yeah. So they, you know, they, some of them have different diets too. They work with their nutritionist. They're like, okay, this is what this guy should be eating. So I should be eating. So I just stay um, on track of that. Yeah, for sure. So that being said, man, so what's next for you? So, I, you know, if you're like anything like me, I'm like, there's always another level to reach. Or maybe there's just another passion I want to chase. I, I'm more of a builder. I'm not a sustainer. Yeah. So, so what I love about this is I'm never meeting the same person twice. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what's next for me? I just want to expand in the plating society of like numerous locations all over, you know, in Miami, wherever it is, you know what I mean? And also... <clears throat> I just want to be the guy, the personality, like the Food Network guy, you know what I mean? I have my own show. Mm -hmm. 
like live from Larkin, whatever it is, you know what I mean? I wanna, uh, that's why I create every day that just being that guy to, you know, make appearances mm -hmm. and not just, I just don't want to be the chef that's cooking. I want to mm -hmm. do other stuff too. Yeah. You know, a lot of brand sponsorship, um, commercials. I want to do it all. Yeah, I just want to know what's in the pipeline or what's, what's going on up there because sometimes we don't know or maybe you get a little sneak peek. But, you know, one thing, one of my, see, obviously I'm not a chef. I'm just a big foodie. I love eating. <laughs> so one thing, one of my proudest moments is I was a judge for the Chicken Wing Festival. Okay. Um, for this past year and whatnot and, and ran into Harrison Phillips, who unfortunately uh, signed with the Vikings yesterday. But um, everything about joining the Chicken Wing Festival and putting your own little spin on it? Um, yeah. Not to put you on the spot. I, I mean, I, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I could definitely because the thing is like, to be honest with you, I'm going to be me, right? Yeah. I'm not really like the, the chicken wing chef, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of chefs that that's what they do. I'm more of the fine dining guy, but with a twist. That's what you said, my yeah. twist. Yeah. So they asked me to do an official chicken wing video before. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I could partner with someone to show you how they do theirs, and I'll show you how I do mine, mm -hmm. which is different. Yeah. I jerk my wings, you know, yeah. marinate yeah. them, I grill them, get the jerk flavor on it, because I'm Jamaican. I, yeah. I stay, whatever I do, I stay true to my culture, you know? Actually put, brings put a in, twist to it. Th that's a good point because so many times there's so many opportunities in today's world, especially in business, and we always want to do everything. And yeah. you know, we try to catch 26 rabbits. We're mad that we didn't even catch one. Um, <laughs> so I think it's so smart that you kind of know your parameters. You know what you are and what you're not and what you're trying to be and what you're not trying to be. And yep. it's so hard to stay true to that in business, especially in ownership, because you get pulled in so many directions. Yep. There's a new shiny new toy that we want to grab, right? So that's so smart for you to, to, to stay in your not, not honestly, you're saying like, but stay with you who you are and who yep. you want to be. That's what I see every day. People, they, they do everything. I'm like, so what do you do though? Oh, I do this, 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 this. But what do you do though? If, you need, if your name was supposed to call today, what is it going to call on? Like when people think about over the top and fine dining and like experience, they think about me. The rappers around town or the football players, I'm the first person to come to mind How because that's what I do. How you break through all the white noise, man? I, I know you're being different, which is like, I'm sure that's a huge part of it. Is there anything else we're missing here? Because sometimes I'm sitting here going like, that is amazing that you've, what you've come through. So is there like, was there a breakthrough moment maybe? Or maybe um, you, you met somebody and like, I, I just want, if the, I'm not sure if that's a fair question to ask. Um, so Vante Davis was my first guy for the Buffalo Bills and he pretty much get me out there, right? Yeah. And when How did you run into Vante, if you may asking? So I was at Prima Cafe the, the, in Hamburg, the mm -hmm. restaurant I mentioned earlier. He came in, and I was like surprised to see a black man in Hamburg, because you don't yeah. see black folks in Hamburg at all. Yeah. I was like one of the only ones walking around for a year and a half, right? Yeah. So I didn't know who he was. I never really watched football a day in my life, because I'm from Jamaica. We play soccer there and cricket, right? Yeah. And I was just talking to him because I'm a nice guy. I, was, I, I, love, I love people. You have no idea who he is. I didn't know who he is. Yeah. So, so the next day, I'm like, oh, you're back. He's like, everything was amazing. Who's in charge here? I'm like, I'm the chef here. He's like, man, I want you to be my personal chef. I'm like, who's this guy asking me to be his personal chef? Yeah. He's like, you know, I just came into town last week. I played for the Buffalo Bills. I'm like, okay, we can talk, all right? <laughs> <laughs> then from that, I was his chef. And, wow. he, you know, fly me to these events in Miami. I meet all his players. You're like flying me That's amazing. Talk about the right place at the right time. Yep. So yep. you know what? You should always do your best work, even when you think no one is literally watching you yeah. or doing your work because you never know who's going to walk it's through the door. It's funny because I'll be like, at this spot chilling with him. He's telling, he's telling his friends like, yo, I walk in this restaurant. I saw this guy. He's dressed to the T. He's wearing a fedora, custom jacket. He's like, who's this guy? That's all you want to get to know me. He's like, who's this guy? Why does he look like this? You know what I mean? So appearance matter, man. It does. I, I just, again, I want to hammer this home one more time because it's so, 
obviously at this point it's probably been what five six seven years you've come such a long way and at that point we think it just could be another day of cooking another day i'm going to my shift or one day i'm working or and and, and i want to stay general because i want people to think about their craft and what they're doing what they're doing in business it's yeah. so easy to get lost into the everyday just new you know same shit different day yeah but you know what if he would have just said oh you know what? i'm not going to put my best work into this today yeah that guy would have you would have missed the opportunity yep. to you know that, that was his destiny right there so for you don't get lost in the mundaneness or find a new way to, you know, no pun intended, spice it up and, and, and to make things different and new for you to regain your passion because it is in that moment. I'm a big believer that we should never, um, we should be ready before an opportunity comes, yep. not get ready when the opportunity is here. Mm -hmm. So you seize that. Kudos to you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I always tell people like, I always stay ready because when my name call, I'm going to be ready. <laughs> yeah. Every aspect of my life, I make sure I strain every aspect because when it's my time, it's my time. It's not like, oh, my God, I got to get ready to read quick. Nope. I'm ready. You call my name. I'm always ready. Yeah. I can tell, man, just by the energy alone. <laughs> so, my man. Thank so, unfortunately, you. that's really the only time we have here today, Darren. As you know, time just goes by quick here. Oh, man. So, so for those who that just like, hey, man, I love this guy's vibe or I want to get connected or how do I maybe book, you know, a personal experience with you for being their chef. Um, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Um, Instagram, Chef Darian Bryan can reach out to my Facebook page or theplatingsociety.com. I'm subscribed to my website, theplatingsociety.com. You see all the info over there, like how to book me, cooking classes, ticketed dinner. We do it all. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, we'll put those links in our, the bio of this podcast. So don't worry. You don't have to write anything down. Um, and whatnot. So, and by the way, I, I messaged him on LinkedIn, so he does respond. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so people are like, well, how did you get Terry? And I just messaged him on LinkedIn to say, hey, I love what you're doing. I'd love to have you on the podcast. So sometimes you just can't say people's no for them. You got to um, stay on top of your game, man. Wherever it is, like, you got to stay on top of your game. I got to say real quick, too, my wife, she played a big role in my success, too. She's been there from day one with me, you know. No, she quit her job and she's with me full time. So. So you're literally together. bringing home the bacon, right? You're or bringing, bringing home the jerk chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in the family, you know? Yeah, I love it, brother. So, again, thanks to your time, man. I know you're super busy uh, doing everything you're doing and just leveling up every single day, man. We appreciate you choosing Buffalo, staying in Buffalo, loving Buffalo, and just, and just being a huge part of our community here. My man, thank you. Thanks for having me, man. Buffalo is home, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> If you loved listening to the Western New York Entrepreneurs Podcast and want more, subscribe to it and head on over to WNYEntrepreneur.com for articles, what's coming up next, and to get involved. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.